1: Good morning, my name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week, right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 34 of 2021, and show number 1087, if you are keeping track that way. Well, this week we continue into August with a return to the Matrix. Uh, joining me this week, all the way from Ramsgate, England, is Jason Drury. Jason, welcome to the show.
2: Good morning. Cool. Good morning. Pleasure to be here again.
1: All right. Well, we're gonna ha- we're, we'll get into a little bit more talking about the Matrix in just a bit, but just give me a second here. The Matrix, of course, is a 1999 science fiction film written and directed by the Wachowskis. The first—it It is the first installment, rather, of the Matrix film series starring Keanu Reeves, Laurence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, and Joe Pently- Pentliano, or Joey Pants, if you want to call him that, and depicts a dystopian future in which humanity is unknowingly trapped inside a simulated reality called the Matrix, which intelligent machines have created to distract humans while using their bodies as an energy source. When computer programmer Thomas Anderson, also known as Neo, discovers the truth, he is drawn into a rebellion against the machines, along with a number of people who have actually been freed from the Matrix. Now, the Matrix, of course, is an example of the cyberpunk subgenre of science fiction. The Wachowski's approach to action scenes was influenced by anime and martial arts films, and the film's use of fight choreographers and wire-foo techniques from Hong Kong action cinema influenced subsequent Hollywood action film productions. The film popularized the visual effect known as bullet time, in which the heightened perception of of certain characters is represented by by allowing the action within a shot to progress in slow motion while the camera appears to move through the scene at normal speed, allowing the sped-up movements of certain characters to be perceived normally. Some critics praise the film for its handling of difficult subjects, while others have said that the deeper themes were often largely overshadowed by the, the action scenes. The film's success led to two feature film sequels being released in 2003, The Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions, which were also written by the Wachowskis. The Matrix franchise was further expanded through the production of comic books, video games, and animated short films with which Wachowskis were heavily involved. The franchise also inspired books and theories expanding on some of the religious and philosophical ideas alluded to in the film. films. Uh, a fourth film is scheduled for release in December of this year, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. When I first saw the matrix, I was amazed by the special effects and was drawn in by this, the soundtrack and score. Now the score was composed by Don Davis. He noted that mirror, he noted that mirrors often appear frequently in the film. Reflections of the blue and red pills are seen in Morpheus's glasses. Neo's capture by the agents is viewed through a, the rearview mirror of Trinity's motorcycle. Neo observes a broken mirror mending itself. Reflections warp as soon as a spoon is bent. The reflection of a helicopter is visible through as it approaches a skyscraper. Davis focused on this theme of reflections when creating his score, alternating between sections of the orchestra, Choral and synthesizer elements. The balance between these elements varies depending on whether humans or machines are, do- are the dominant subject of a given scene. In addition, Davis's score, uh, the, Ma- uh, the Matrix soundtrack, features music from such acts as Ramstein, Rob Dug- Dugan, uh, Rage Against the Machine, Propeller Heads, Ministry, Lunatic Calm, Deftones, Monster Magnet, The Prodigy, Rob Zombie, Meat Beat Fan Manifesto, and Marilyn Manson. Davis's score is a crowning achievement in the film and its complexity is hard to ignore for this reason It's hard to understand why Davis's score was never even nominated for any major awards Now recently the uh, matrix got an expanded re-release of the Verez Sarah on the Verez Sarah band label Which we'll be hearing shortly. So for me um, I, when did I where did I see first see the matrix it was a, obviously a local theater, but I do remember seeing it several times in theaters and actually at one point near the, near the, near the end of its run in theaters, uh, uh, th- uh myself and two friends actually got the theater all to ourselves to watch the film. So that was pretty cool. We. We talked loudly and and yelled at the screen at certain points, so it was kind of interesting that way. In any case, Jason, how was The Matrix received
2: in the UK? Very warmly, Not just like in Canada. I remember a lot of um, TV TV spots about it and talk, you know talking about the bullet time. Incidentally, the bullet time is now is in, so it was even used, if you may have noticed, on the. Coverage of the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, using for life for the gymnastics and now. So it's a, it's a the Matrix has uh, had influences everywhere, not just um, in films, but also in in broadcasting in in general.
1: Yeah,
2: I first saw the film. I think it was the very first DVD ever brought was the Matrix because I heard it was. I couldn't for some reason I didn't see it in the cinema, but it's it. I was so curious about this film how I heard so much about it and I really wanted to see and enjoy it. And I got the, it was my, I got it for Christmas from my partner and I love, I've loved it ever since. It's a wonderfully made film. Well, I, it's a very interesting, it's just very bleak colors in it. It's not yep. all dark and greens in there. And I, I, I think that really stands out for me even now, but, and also some of the, the, the weird sequences, the, you know, the, the deja vu, the, you know, things happen behind behind the screen, behind the action, which is important. Right. It's a great. It's a real. It's a. It's a very interesting film. It's one of those films. Really, it just sticks in the memory because of the, because of the visuals and, and because of the performances. It made Keanu Reeves an even bigger star than he was with Bill and Ted. Hugo Reeve was on a roll. He was just being in Lord of the Rings, and he he was absolutely superb as. Uh, as uh, Mr. Smith, the agent, agent Smith. It was uh, Mr. He's Mr. Anderson. He's iconic. Yeah, Laurence Fishburne was good. It's a Moss. It's, it's a great, great, act, great acting. It's great. It's, it 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 works so well for the results piece. And you, it's a case. It's the sequels. You have I love him, I hate him. I liked them. I liked the sequels. I saw those both at the cinema, both in packed houses. Mm-hmm. And I do remember that. That, that if you everybody remembers on the end of the second film the um the cliffhanging ending i won't, won't, won't spoil it but it's as, as a it, you just want to go back and see what happens next It was that it was well you know it's, they've had their critics but i enjoyed enjoyed them i cannot not say i've got to say things about don davis's score it to me well composers have some like the magnum opuses in the Indian film score, like, for example, Howard Shaw, Lord of the Rings, yep. and the back to the future. Yep. This one is Don Davis's magnum opus to film music. It is one of the finest trilogies of scores, not just the, the first score set it up, and the other two just added, added, just added to it. And it was it, it as a complete set of scores, it is a terrific, wonderful achievement. The, the thing that gets me listening to it is that. Listening to it this week, is this wonderful line of for some of the score. It really gets to you when you listen to it properly, and yep. and it, it's a very it, like it's very it's a, it does some very interesting things that get you involved in the music. And, and it's, you can see it's part part. It helps you get involved into the matrix. Part part of the matrix start. What Mark Russell so is is Daedalus music. He really is a very integral part of the film's soundscape and. His music, lets you into the matrix, lets you out of the matrix in certain ways, and yep. it's a lot. I think he described describes more recently on interviews as, as a horror scoring point. So I can see that considering the uh yep. a lot of very atonal things, as a very it's it, it's not much of a, it's not much of a tune, but it's a very it is a it can, it's not it's not melodic. Davis is a fantastic melodic writer when he gets a chance to do. We've seen it in a lot of his stuff over the years. Yep. Like. Particularly for television, but here he didn't. He there's no a lot melodicness in there, but it's still a wonderful piece of music to listen to. And it's there's a lot of it's a very lot of wailing brass and very interesting elements he's put into it. And it's it's such a it's an intelligent score as well. Very very it's it's it is such a memorable piece of music. All all three of them and uh, exactly. We I do I think. Uh, it's one of the, it's a great musical achievement, and one thing I must finish, finish by saying is, why on earth did you not score in a fourth film?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know on that one. I have an an interesting story, and I don't know if I've ever told you this one, uh, Jason, and I don't know if I've ever told the audience this one. Many, many years ago, um, the f- one of the very early interviews I did was with Joe Harnell. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Joe Harnell um, once gave me a call when I was cutting the lawn. And he, he, he invited me down um, uh, for dinner. And unfortunately, I couldn't accept because it was a three-hour plane ride away. <laughs> and uh, if, if I was lucky. Well, it turns out that he was going to introduce me to um, a friend of his. And that would have been his orchestrator, a man named Don Davis. This was just before or as probably as he was working on The Matrix. Mm. So I would have met Don Davis before he did The Matrix or while he was doing it. And he probably would have told me, I'm working on this science fiction project called The Matrix or something like that. I would have, I'd like to imagine how that conversation would have went. Um, but yeah uh Don Davis was uh, an orchestrator for Joe Harnell and if you're not familiar with Joe Harnell uh if you've heard the the scores to the TV Incredible Hulk or TV's uh, the Bionic Woman from the uh, 70s 70s and 80s you'll know those uh, those scores and the lo-
2: the lonely man theme from the Incredible Hulk is e- Exactly.
1: So yeah uh so Don Davis was uh, a a part of that. Uh, by being an orchestrator. And of course he, he went on to do some amazing scores and have just, uh, um, a, an interesting career. We'll just, we'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll discuss a little bit more later on about uh, what happened with, uh, with Don Davis and, you know, why, where is he, where has he gone kind of thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to kick off, uh, the, the first part of the show with some, of course, obviously some music from the matrix. Um, we are gonna just stick with the first movie because this is the the score that actually got released um i don't know jason do you did you get the uh the previous matrix release thinking that it was the final final release
2: yes, i thought that was complete for some weird reason but i was amazed it was some more music on there i, I wasn't expecting another release for the matrix exactly now which
1: which really surprised me it,
2: it, a, a pleasant surprise
1: yes But at the the same time, kind of weird because it seemed like the previous um, release was the final, final, final release. But turns out this one was. So um, here we are with uh, a bit of Don Davis's music from the 1999 film, The Matrix, as we revisit it this week on the show. a little bit of music from the 1999 film the matrix as we are revisiting the matrix tonight here on visions in sound with my co-host jason drury all the way from ramsgate england jason it's always a pleasure to have you on the
2: show always a pleasure always good to, good to be here and uh, enjoying this wonderful music by don davis
1: yes now um if you are interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I'm on the Twitter at visionssound. You can also try me at, on my uh, website, visionsinsound.ca. can also be found on Apple Podcasts. Just type in visionsinsound into either iTunes or Apple Music, and you can find me under podcasts. So welcome back to visions and sound as this week, we are of course revisiting the matrix. Now the Wachowskis harbored their vision for five and a half years, working through 14 drafts of the screenplay 14. Holy crap. For all, um, uh, f- although most of the, uh, most studio executives who read the script loved their ideas, uh, they had extreme difficulty imagining how this would translate onto the screen. The Wachowskis then hired a leading illustrator Steve, hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, Scrosey and Jeffrey Darrow who created over 600 storyboards. You were mentioning that they how they'd really storyboarded this uh, this film quite a bit. So
2: clearly can this watch your vision if storyboarded this film to death you can <laughs> see it, but it, it, it is even even the other two films as well you can see it is it could get graph- great. It was it was like adaptation of a graphic novel nobody else will ever see.
1: <laughs> so apparently they created over six hundred storyboards. Now executives were reportedly sold immediately after seeing the bold vision on display and greenlit the film immediately. Now before Keanu Reeves was cast as Neo, Will Smith was approached to play Neo but turned it down the offer to star in. <clears throat> Wild Wild West. Uh,
2: Very good good career choice. Yeah, he later
1: admitted at the time he was not mature enough as an actor and that if given the role, he would have messed it up. He had no regret saying that Keanu was brilliant as Neo. Uh, Sandra Bullock uh, had also been offered the role of Trinity, but turned it down just because Will Smith was in the film. She regretted her decision because had she been cast, uh, she would have been reunited with Keanu Reeves, with whom she previously starred in Speed. So, yeah, um, I had also heard that uh, Bruce had Bruce Lee been still alive, he probably would have been cast as Morpheus, which I think would have been a very interesting and different um, casting choice than, uh, than uh, Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to continue on with a little bit more music from, of course, the, uh, the expanded re-release of the Matrix score by Don Davis recently re-released in a two disc set on Verez Sarabande. And if you haven't picked it up already, check it out. First of all, if you haven't heard the score hear this, listen to this score. Um, an amazing, an amazing achievement by Don Davis, just an absolutely amazing achievement by Don Davis. So, we'll continue on with some more music from the, uh, from the movie, and we'll be back in just a little bit.
0: Musical Instruments is proud to support local musicians by sponsoring Top Track on
1: CKWR. Ask their knowledgeable staff about their full line of guitars, keyboards, drums, brass, strings, and audio equipment, all at unbeatable prices. Check out the Music Education Center featuring highly qualified teachers and private instruction for all ages, levels, and styles.
0: Long and the music begins. Go to long mcquaycom to find out more. St. Louis School and Continuing Education is here to help you get back to school. Finally finish your high school diploma, upgrade courses to get into college or university, start an apprenticeship program through O.E.A.P. funded in part by the Ontario government. Jump into six months of skills training now as a certified personal support worker, professional cook, licensed hairstylist or barber. Don't let anything stop you from continuing your education. Google St. Louis School for the many flexible children and adult programs. Registration starts August 31st. Let us get you back to school.
1: Putting community first since 1973. We are 98.5 CKWR. little bit of music from the 1999 film the matrix that's music of course by don davis who uh, we have been discussing rather liberally tonight we'll say uh, and of course joining me this week uh um, as my co-host is jason drury all the way from ramsgate england and again always a pleasure to have you on the show because we always bring up I mean, we don't just talk about, about the, the score off air. We actually do discuss a lot of other um, stuff about about not just the, the score, but we discuss other stuff as well. But uh, we won't get into that. We're actually discussing The Matrix tonight. <laughs> so if you are interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me at my website, visionsinsound.ca. I uh, believe there is still a a um, sale on on Swag, so you can pick up a, either a T-shirt or a coffee mug or something else on the website for a few more hours anyway. In any case, I uh, can also find me on Apple Podcasts under either iTunes or Apple Music, and find me under Podcasts. So welcome back. To visions and sound is this week we return to the matrix. Now in an interview that I did with uh, Don Davis back around 2003, he revealed that a lot of the cue names were actually anagrams of uh, the words like the matrix or Wachowski brothers. Examples being exit, Mr. Hat or switch works her boa, which is a cue Actually we heard in the last, in the last set. Uh, Davis also went on to say that he was obsessed with the character's switch. So her name also shows up in at least 10 track titles. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's that. Um, so I think we're just going to continue on with uh, the fantastic music from uh, Don Davis's score to The Matrix. And we'll be back as I try to speak properly. We will be back in a little <laughs> bit to uh, discuss some more about the matrix but here's some more of film music from the matrix so we're back in a bit a little bit of music from of course the 1999 film the matrix it's music by don davis as we are revisiting the matrix this week Uh, it recently got a re-release the score actually got a re-release on Verez saraband a two disc expanded release um a few years ago that we thought that they actually had a uh complete one disc release but of course i guess they found some more music or I don't know. Just wanted to to com- give us the complete score. So yeah, they just re- they released. Uh, a- go ahead.
2: But just- they yeah uh, they wanted to just do this lovely cover work for the for the sets, and they wanted it to show it to everybody. What a lovely cover the or the CD. Yeah, the I, set has. I I would say I would I would say if and
1: <laughs> the weakest part of the of the release is the uh, cover art. Unfortunately, I mean they could have just gone with. Uh, a black cover without the uh um the the very amateurish almost um uh terrible looking phone box I'll leave yeah. it at I'll just simply leave it at that
2: I, I, I just wanted to see a painting of a phone box done badly and that's exactly what we got so <laughs>
1: <laughs> So welcome back to uh, Visions and Sound this week we are again like I said returning to uh returning to the matrix uh, the films uh, paid huge homage to uh, Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, although there are references to Karl Marx, Franz Kafka, Zen, and uh, Homer's Odyssey. Uh, the, one of the main featured works uh, of literature is Simulacra Simulation, or, sorry, and Simulation. Um, the book can be seen lying open in Neo's apartment and was required reading for all of the principal cast and crew. In the early stages of development, uh, what has become the famous bullet time sequence, visual effects supervisor John Gaeta and director of photography Bill Pope constructed many gimbals and dollies in the hope of creating the effect the old-fashioned way. The original dolly they created for the camera test would be led around the action at tremendous speed. But after many failed tests and broken dollies, Uh, They opted for computer graphics, which meant writing an entirely new program for the effect. However, the bullet time sequence does use one still very old fashioned technique, still photography. So uh, that sequence actually uh, is quite iconic and became very, uh, that bullet time sequence became, I believe it showed up in at least 20 films. The one I can think of is uh, Kung Pao. The uh, enter the fist, which the uh, the 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 cow shoots shoots milk at the the main character, and it's in this <laughs> slow motion matrix style uh, setup. But yeah, that that ef- that effect was used yeah, so it's often.
2: Even u- as I as I said, it even used now in sports. It was used in the twenty twenty Olympics recently on Tokyo, with, uh, particularly for the gymnastics.
1: Oh, how so? If, that, was, if I may
2: like, ask. They, they, they kind of like stopped it and suddenly they, they turned the things around turns the picture around in a bullet time away effect oh. they, they even they even used it in the taekwondo for the uh that, that version of var and you see, you see you know they're going around they're stopping something and they go and you can see this camera moving around like in bullet time style so it's been right. it's been really integrated not just in the films into like sporting like Judging decisions. Yeah, like, I, it, I i, I s- seem to rec-
1: i seem to recall that similar effect in uh, some of the American football games here, yeah, where they would yeah. show they would sh- they would show the play from a different angle and it looked almost like a matrix kind of kind of shift around.
2: Yes, you move it around a different place, so the, the camera moves around. It is it's very it's bullet time. I'm sure I'm sure it's. it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it, 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 it appears in some very weird places
1: yeah that's for sure
2: but but it's you know it's a great effect and then every time you say, it, oh it'll be a bit of matrix here you know it's <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay well, well we're getting very close to the end of the program and like i said i always think i'm going to run out of music and i never do with the in in these in these cases because we end up talking about these films uh especially the ones that we that we We love so much. In any case, I'm going to continue on with some more music from the matrix and we'll be back to wrap up the show in just a little bit. with a little bit of music from the score by Don Davis. That's the matrix as we're getting very close to the end of the program. So just before I end off today's show, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are never let anybody tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there that care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help as Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. And I know from personal experience, actually, we know from personal experience, just how hard it can be sometimes to sit behind this mic when you feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the support of a huge team of people behind me. If you know someone uh, that's in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of emergency, please call 911. 911. For immediate help, the Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, and Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868 all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, Jason, um, in in uh, very briefly, if you could give me a, a rundown of what you've got coming up.
2: Well, hopefully very soon you'll be hearing my interview with Bruce Broughton. My interview with Watson Wintry is already up and I'm working on quite a few interviews at the moment for the Seven Minutes Sound Radio Network. Natalie Holt, again, I'm going to be speaking to her, talking about Loki and her career so far. Cool. Uh, Stephen C. Smith is going to be talking about his book about Max Steiner. Uh, i have talking to Chris Safan, I'm talk about his career and uh, Dominic Lewis about Peter Rabbit and some other films he's doing, like particularly the uh, the Monsters Inc. series on Disney Plus. So, and also, I hope to try and get a time to do some more archive shows too. So, I've got plenty of stuff coming your your way on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Network. Now it's called. Oh. We've added uh, Eric's added another word to the title.
1: <laughs> okay, well, uh, join me next week as we conclude August. And you mentioned this very briefly about Loki, part of the Marvel TV. I'll be covering some of the. Uh, Music from the various Marvel TV properties that have come out on, uh, on Disney Plus in the past little while. I'll end off this week's show with some more music from The Matrix. And I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound.